how do you how do you say no wait wait jeff i'm building relationships here i gotta i gotta stick with this because i think a lot of people just give up too early you are 100 right and that is one of the biggest problems is the fact that people are expecting an immediate return on their investment right and the unfortunate part is it's absolutely not going to necessarily be immediate it's it i'm just over two years doing this and i am now really just really starting to see some of the benefits from it. So, you know, the downside is, let's be honest, there's a lot of people that do this as a job. They're not looking at it as a career. And those people are never going to do it because they're not going to, they don't look down the road and say, you know, in five years when I'm still here or three years when I'm still here or whatever it is. So I think the people you're going to see doing it are those who consider it as their professional career. They're, they're planning on doing it forever. And, and it does take time. They're, like that's, that's the one frustrating part about it is, is in our day and age of immediate gratification, it doesn't come that way. You know, it's, it's something that you have to build, uh, build on. And like I say, it, it, the commitment part of it is interesting as well, because, you know, it was hard initially. And then you start to get into the routine. It's almost like working out, right? You get to a certain point where like you feel there's something wrong if you haven't worked out that day, if that's, if that's what you're into, right. right? Or whatever, whatever your, whatever, yeah, whatever your thing is. And, and so, I literally almost get like, it's very, very seldom where I don't have at least one post on my Facebook, whether it just be a meme or a, or a picture of somebody that did pick up their vehicle or it's not always a video. I mean, I don't have time to have videos up there every day, but I, I, I put some form of, some form of contact or content, pardon me, up there. Um, and I just make a conscious effort to do it. I mean, how long does it take? You know, yeah. find an article that's interesting or whatever it may be. It doesn't take that long. Post it on there. And then, you're, you know, it, it makes me feel better when I do it just because I've continued to do it. But yeah, it took a bit to get into that routine, but somebody told me right off the bat, which I was very appreciative of, is you have to do that. Otherwise, don't even bother doing it because you're going to get so lost. You're going to you're never going to be at the top of people's viewer uh, views or anything like kind of any of that kind of stuff if you're not constantly posting something. And the other thing I've also learned too is you know, the more content you post, obviously, the better opportunity you have. Don't put fluff out there. Put things that are at least of value. But the more you have out there, the more opportunity you're going to reach somebody because just because you put five posts on your Facebook that day, for an example doesn't mean that same person is going to see it five times, but it could also, it could mean that you're going to be hitting, you know, different people because each of those posts should be different. So you're going to be hitting different areas and, and different people are going to see it on their timelines and so on. Right. So all that being said, it's, it gives me motivation just to, to keep, to keep doing it. Now I can see the fruits of my labor. And that's what I try and tell people. The hard part is telling people that, listen, it's, it's an investment, right? You, it's an investment in time. And it will, it will start to come. And as you said, it starts to snowball, but it takes a little bit before it gets to that point. But to convince people, some people that is hard. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and it's funny you're sa- as you're saying this, cause I can even think to my social presence and you know, there's been times where it's super strong. There's times where it falls apart and you're like, dude, like, what am I doing? I'm like, you know, but what you just said really stands out to me. And I think it's helpful for a lot of people to understand this. You might post something one day that doesn't get a ton of interaction. And you're right. Like in this immediate gratification kind of world that we live in, we we immediately go, oh, well, it didn't get a ton of one to one like interaction. Therefore, there's no value to it. You don't realize. Yeah, but the value is that when somebody eventually turns around and goes to General Motor Jeff's Facebook page and scrolls down and doesn't see 14 days between each post sees this consistent flow of whatever all of a sudden the one-to-one interaction becomes very irrelevant it it all becomes about the consistency of like whoa this dude's active right you know and i think we we always forget about that and i love that you're stressing like hey it's taking me two years and now it's starting to pay off 
you had mentioned like, you, you know, because of the immediate gratification, um, we, we want this one-to-one mapping and, and we see this all the time. Like people want to know I run Facebook ad, I got lead. And it's like, but we know the attribution window in Canada at least is an average of like 73 days or something. Right. So you can't go ran ad, didn't get lead. These ads must be ineffective. You actually got to dig into your analytics, you know, go to your attribution reporting and, and go 73 days and be like, oh, look at how many first point of contacts these ads were. And then people came back to my site 17 times and on the 18th time submitted a lead. Right. Exactly. And and it's the same thing with this. And, you know, the thought that came to my mind, Jeff, was. But like, yeah, you're right. It takes time. But what else are you going to do? Like you've got all we have is time. Exactly. Everybody, you know, I think we watch too much of the Gary V sometimes or the the Grant or like insert prominent player here. And they're like, time is money and your time is valuable and your time. Yeah, but time is only valuable in relation to what you do with your time. If you're just sitting there like <laughs> hiding out in the service department watching the game. <laughs> Exactly. Your time, you're worth. You, you, well, I'm worth a hundred thousand a year. No, you're worth zero thousand yeah. a year because you're yeah. not doing anything. <laughs> you know, and so I love that. You know, you put stress on like, yeah, it takes time, but hey, you're you're spending the time anyway. Like, what are you doing with your time right now? For those that are listening right now and they're listening to to Jeff explain his process here, dude, you're you're listening. Who like if you're if you're going in to be a surgeon. Would you not want to be paying attention to what the master surgeon is telling you? Well, we got a master surgeon here who's saying, hey, it took time. I've run my thesis. I wrote my papers. I did my articling. I did my my practice. And now I'm seeing the fruits of my labor. Well, like, dude, two years. Think of how fast the last two years has gone by. I like even, I said, I, I can remember my first video. It was, in, it was uh, that traverse in 2018. And it doesn't seem like it was that long ago, to be honest yeah. with you. It, so, well, it's yesterday in, in, in relative terms, you're going to look back 15 years from now, you've built this juggernaut book of business with repeat referrals, you know, loyalty, generational customers, right? Like you're, you're at the point where you're going to be, you know, you're, you're seeing dad who had kids when they, you know, who just had a newborn the first time they bought a car from you. Now that 16 year old is coming to buy their first car from you. And exactly. And I think you just hit that on the head. That was something I did want to mention. Uh, and I was hoping it was going to come up at some point in this conversation is a lot of people also don't realize it's not just the sell. It's not to advertise, you know, right now, but the whole idea with that I'm now finding again, two years in is the retention factor, right? Mm. So if somebody you've already sold to, you put your picture up there, they're, they're always following you. They're liking your stuff every now and then, you know, I sold this person to GMC Sierra. Anytime I put something GMC up, a lot of times that same person's liking it dude, they're going to remember you, right? Like you're not going to be forgetful in that person's mind. I mean, obviously we still have to make our calls or emails, but you know, I have a relationship past just that sale with these people now because I'm, I'm, I'm in their face more and, and I'm always constantly reminded. And when they, whether it be a family member or a friend, like, Hey, listen, you know, uh, go check out his Facebook or this is the guy I dealt with, or, you know, oh, and you know, I, I've had people, customers say they shared a video I did with one of their friends who was looking for a particular vehicle. So it's, 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 I'm usually going to be using this as a huge retention tool as I go forward. Obviously, the longer I do it, the more it's going to work as a retention tool. But I've already seen that it is a, it is a retention tool for me because there's customers I sold to two years ago that are that are still commenting on there now, right? And um, I think from a lot of people, I've seen it. When I first came in this industry, I saw people would come to the showroom and like, well, who'd you buy your vehicle from four years ago? Uh, I don't remember. Right, yeah, like they, right. 
it's so easy to forget people, even if they had still, even if they're still at the dealership. So I'm, I'm looking at it as a huge retention tool as well. How do you, um, cause obviously the, the competition is fierce and, and we're, we're looking at, I guess I'm pref, let, let me preface this competition from face value is fierce. I'm, I'm a firm believer that the competitor, my true competitor is who I see in the mirror. You know, because n- nobody else really knows what I want in my life, and I don't really know what everybody else wants. And they're like, I don't know what your true definition of success is, so it would make no sense for me to like be chasing what I perceive you're doing, because right. then I, you know, it just seems inauthentic. But you've maintained an authenticity in a very competitive market. So I guess my question is, what do you do? What mechanisms do you, have you found or have put in place to ensure that? every piece of content you put out or every social post you put out is authentic to who you are? Well, first step, and I did a video on this, is you have to be yourself, right? So you can't go in with this persona, this act that you're somebody you're not because it'll never, it'll eventually, and, and they're going to come and see you in the showroom at, at some point anyways, right? right. So being authentic is being authentic. Like, you know what I mean? Like right off the bat, just be yourself. And, and I do things that I'm generally excited about, right? So, I think that that portrays that that comes across to the customer um, as well, you know, from, from my videos and the things I do is things that I'm interested in. I, and it's kind of hard because sometimes I'm sure there's things like I don't focus on the Chevy spark, for example, very much. We don't sell very many of them where we are, you know, that kind of stuff. They're a great car, but just yeah. for my market and it's not a big interest to me. So it would be hard for me to relay that excitement on that particular, you know, unless somebody's looking at it, of course, specifically. Right. But I'm probably not going to be focusing on that. I focus on the things that interest me, that excite me, and it's easy at that point. What I just talked about the brand as well, right? I, if I was doing another brand, I'm not bashing any of the brands. Everybody's making good stuff, but it would be hard for me to be excited about this certain model if, if I wasn't generally excited about it, right? So I do the things that I'm excited about, and I think and hope um, that that comes across as being genuine because it is, being authentic because it is, right? So that's that's what I found is you just have to do the things that that you're generally interested in, you're generally excited about, um, and don't force anything. Like anything forced, people are going to read through that.